0: Hello and welcome to Bespoke Speaks. This is Bespoke Communications' podcast about anything and everything to do with communication.
1: I'm Christine. And I'm Lindsay. And here we are today to talk to you about a very interesting topic. Yeah, so we were thinking about all the various things that can go into preparing for any kind of public speaking moment from a big meeting, an interview... A phone interview, mm-hmm. an audition, a performance, whatever it might be. And Christine, I will say, is excellent at this. So am I. Yeah, <laughs> Christine uh, is very good at having a ritual practice. I would say, right? That's true. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm a
0: big believer in rituals. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and Christine, you know, teaches acting students. Mm-hmm. Full-time. She's on that grind. (laughs) You know. Um, But she has to be in really early. And correct me if I'm wrong, you do a yoga kind of at-home-based warm-up every morning, right? Yeah. I've even... I've expanded
0: it, which is felt very crazy to do at the time. But actually now I can't live without it. So I wake up and I do about 15 minutes of yoga. And then I do about 15 minutes of just to keep it simple, a, ki- a kind of meditation uh-huh. practice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I find I really have to, just because my job is quite hectic yep. and I spend the entire day containing space for other people. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like I have to ha- take that time for myself.
1: And that's amazing. So let's all, because, you know, she's up at 5 a.m. pretty much every day to do this. true y'all it's not for the faint of heart (laughs) uh I am one of the more faint of heart in that but you also have your rituals I do Mm -hmm. but you know I guess I'm a bit more flex in my ritual style because it's it's different like my work is different it involves a lot more uh corporate settings Mm -hmm. so there are times where I have to be somewhere for you know 7.30 to make sure something's getting started and I have to look quite polished and you know that means not that Christine doesn't look polished but you know you've got I don't know what you're talking about leggings (laughs) and like sock stocking feet are like super polished no she always looks great she's like really got the aesthetic of a chic voice teacher down but, you know, you don't typically have to iron leggings, right, or... No. Uh, but I do anyway. No, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> She's too perfect. No, no, no I, I'm definitely not a fan of ironing, so I, I think twice before wearing anything I have to iron, let's put it that way.
1: Right, it's just like, no. in my situation, there are often fabrics and structures Mm -hmm. of trousers and blazers and whatever things that are involved because the situation calls for it. There's more flexibility. I will say that there's more flexibility, but sometimes like it's just not going to happen for me in the morning. Mm -hmm. It's just not. Um, But I, yes, I do have my own like sets of rituals and I tend to try and map out in a week where I can find time um, for, Those, which for me are like yoga-based, running, um, some strength training. I am doing more in the morning, Mm -hmm. wherever possible, Mm -hmm. because I do think it is a great way to uh, find that space for Mm -hmm. your day when you are either holding space for other people or you have to be the face and the energetic source that's sending information and, uh, you know, whatever you might be doing out to Mm. others. So that could be presenting at a meeting or presenting in an audition or performance. So I guess the point is like you can be quite flexible, Mm. but we just wanted to talk through strategies for how you might consider structuring those. What can be really helpful for communication? Obviously people have their weekly exercise routines and things that they do. But if you know that you're doing something that's quite um, communication focused Mm -hmm. what are some really good little setup rituals Mm -hmm. to get into
0: yeah and like i think something worth prefacing with is don't feel like you now have to wake up at 5 (laughs) a.m and like no you do you know (laughs) so every day (laughs) um and that you have to that your ritual has to look a specific way i think part of what we're encouraging is that uh just the idea of a ritual can be really useful in terms of as you are moving into any kind of communication situation starting it mindfully mm-hmm. and by and mindfully and bodyfully yeah um so that you're you are taking ownership really over your own presence and and how you're feeling uh, and how present and ready you feel before you start. So, like, that could be something that you do regularly. That could also be something you do right before the communication event
1: happens. Exactly. Um, it could be an hour. It could be five minutes. Yep. You know? That's what we want to encourage. Mm-hmm. And I think that that pairing that Christine mentioned is really the the crucial pairing. Mm-hmm. You want to have the... And let's not be Descartesian, right? No, my body separation. We are one being. So old fashioned. (laughs) But that like concept of mindfulness being incorporated into our bodies, into our breath does start with a certain mental Mm check-in and then bringing the body in as well is really important just for functional reasons, as Mm -hmm. well as encouraging that connection Mm -hmm. to be quite strong. Mm -hmm. So, If we're doing like, we can start at the top and scale down a little bit. So if we're doing an hour, Mm -hmm. say, you know, you've got a really nice, leisurely day. Maybe you've like taken the day off to go to an interview or you've got an audition and you have nothing else on before your 12 o'clock audition. What do you think like a nice hour Mm. looks like? Well... So
0: I would say I always like to start with the body. Yep. Um, And I do think that this can all be adjustable based on, you know, what time of day it is, what you've been, you know, doing throughout your day, uh, what you've done the night before, how you're feeling, but I always like to start with just sort of warming up and loosening my body and my breath in some way. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, yoga is a great practice for doing that, but I think any kind of stretching routine yeah. um, is useful, or even as cardio yes.
1: is useful to just change the breathing pattern, get the heart rate up. If you like cardio and you have time, um, if you have that kind of hour time, I think it's great. Uh, so, uh, and this does tie into mental health as well. There's another really interesting podcast called The Happiness Lab um, that just looks at quite scientific-based ways to boost your happiness Mm -hmm. levels. Uh, And they talk about this study that shows 20 minutes of cardio Mm. is hugely beneficial Mm. for our mental well-being. um, Mm. And obviously, physiologically, it's it's beneficial for the body too. Mm. But if you like that, and you have the 20 minutes to build in. Yeah. I would definitely recommend it because the nice thing is, and for me personally, I say always follow it up with a stretch can be yoga, can be whatever Mm -hmm. other kind of stretching movements you like a stretch based cool down Mm -hmm. because at that point your muscles have woken up, you know, maybe a bit of a bit more of a (laughs) rambunctious wake up with Mm -hmm. the cardio. Uh, But they're warm, they're stretchy. Um, It's, it's better if you're going to do the cardio to move your stretch to after rather than before. Mm. A lot of doctors don't recommend overstretching before you go into cardio. Yeah.
0: I'll admit I'm terrible at doing cardio. (laughs) I pretty much like never do it, but I think it's a really great practice. Um, especially if you live in a place where you don't walk a lot of places and you don't, you don't get a lot of movement in other areas. Um, and, yeah, so I think some way of warming up your body and some way of just, like, connecting to your breath um, and also your voice. Yep. So uh, often I'll integrate some of the yoga work where I do with some of the voice work that I do. I think sometimes when we have so many separate practices, your ritual can start to feel very overwhelming. Mm. So how can you combine, I think, yeah. is always the way also – um, I mean, if you have an hour, you can really sort of look at each thing separately if you like, or you can even right from the get-go just start to combine because the voice is in the body, right? So yeah, yeah. the more your body starts to limber up and loosen up, the more your breathing starts to free up, the more you can start to kind of make some healthy sound. Um, and that
1: can start with just sighing, right? As yeah, you're absolutely. I doing sigh all the time m- in yoga. Yeah, it's yeah. great. I mean especially if you're doing it, you know, in a more private space, Mm -hmm. I understand, like, that might be something, if you've been at the gym, and then you go into your house, and that, that might be a good place to do your cool down stretch, and incorporate some nice sighs, then you can move into some hums, Mm -hmm. and various sounds. Yeah, absolutely, yeah,
0: we have a, a whole host of warm-ups you could, we do, you could follow, that you could get guided through, Mm -hmm. um, and then you know, and some people like to start it this way. Some people prefer to start with a more meditative aspect. Um, I kind of like to loosen up my body first, because then yeah. I just tend to feel better as
1: I approach something more meditative. I agree with that. We don't want to be too prescriptive, but I, yeah, I think there's a real benefit to that. Yeah, if you if if you have the time.
0: Yeah, um, and I would say this is the this is the most recent. So I've been working on like building a ritual for myself for about 10 years now and I would say like a meditative practice has been my most recent addition to my ritual and the thing that has probably um enhanced it the most Uh, because I think that uh, and I I don't I don't um I I do a particular practice called um organic intelligence which is slightly meditative but it's also very much about just connecting to your outside environment as well so um, a lot of meditative practices are a lot about like monitoring your breath or like going very internal. And I found those, uh, useful sometimes and also very overwhelming at other times. Um, so I like the balance yeah. of also I could just like look around the room and just connect to the present moment. And there's something really nice and peaceful about that. Definitely. Um, so, i found that's the thing that actually kind of even enhances my my yoga practice and enhances my voice practice um, uh, and takes them to a deeper level. So I would definitely recommend that kind of is the part that a lot of people skip because they like the benefits of the physical exercise and they yeah. like the benefits of the uh, that the, the physical thing is probably the thing that people do the most because mm-hmm. of the pressure to look a certain way um, that that addresses the voice thing would be probably the second thing that people skip, but that's definitely something I would I also wouldn't skip because it just helps you feel more connected to what yeah. you're saying and to yourself. But then this piece kind of ties the two together. Um, so I would just recommend, if you haven't thought about how you can bring that more into your day-to-day,
1: that it can really be quite life-changing. Definitely. As they're all saying. Yeah. these days. Well, all the neuroscientists, we can yeah. see differences in brain scans, mm-hmm. which is quite interesting. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so if we now start to pare it down, so if we move to like half an hour, mm-hmm. same kind of thing. Get some jumping jacks going mm-hmm. straight away. That'll get your heart rate up a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, any kind of thing thing like that that you enjoy, jumping jacks, Mm -hmm. I don't know, push-ups, if you really want to punish yourself, in my case. (laughs) Not very good at holding (laughs) Yeah, planks, (laughs) anything like that, um, that will just build a little bit of heat. Mm -hmm. Can be quite simple. Mm -hmm. And then you can move into some exploratory sound. You know that we Mm -hmm. always say yawning Mm -hmm. and mixing a yawn with a stretch Mm -hmm. is great. Just kind of generally moving up and down mm-hmm. your vocal range. Yeah.
0: yeah, on humming, on size. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on any any sound that feels good to make, really.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, you can draw inspiration from some of from some of the warm ups that we have for yes. that. But yeah, I think again, I I would say like you, as you pare down, you just combine more. Yeah. Um, and then you can just pare down how many minutes you give to, to each thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think too, like there's some fun if it's quite articulation, if articulation is a really important part of what you're mm-hmm. doing, you can do some quite fun movements with articulation drills as mm-hmm. well. So, you know, whether it's like That's jogging true. in place as you do a little ba 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 like that mm-hmm. kind of thing, you know, just just stuff to get it's because they're muscles at the end of the day. That's right. Your lips and your tongue and everything in your face, with your cheeks and your jaw, it's all it's all ligament and, and muscle that mm. benefits from warming up. Mm. So, you know, get a little creative, mm-hmm. but move those articulators. I think is
0: what yeah we're really saying. Yeah, something that I like to do too for that is like it's called gurning, where you are just sort of moving your face like around in a bunch mm. of weird directions. That's such a great warm up, and you can do that like. You don't have to do that while you're warming up. Yeah, yeah. You can do that in a bathroom
1: stall. Exactly.
0: Exactly. And it's a, I think, it probably um, helps you decrease your wrinkle lines. Oh. Because you're moving your face around in different patterns. Okay. Another hot tip. You know, Mm -hmm. like, in terms of looking good and feeling good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, like, if we went to a real extreme Mm -hmm. of, like, five to ten minutes. Yeah. You know, you could, in theory, do some jumping jacks Mm -hmm. and sound, like Mm -hmm. as in just making any kind of good sound, Mm -hmm. moving your voice up and down on a sigh, on a trill, on anything you might want to do. Do some gurning, moving your facial muscles around. So one Mm -hmm. thing could be like squeezing them all really tight and stretching Mm -hmm. really wide, moving your mouth as far in any direction on your face that you can. Mm Um, and then take three minutes to sit and do whatever kind of meditative practice Mm -hmm. works for you. Yeah. I mean, even that will help. Absolutely. I would, I would do that kind of thing. Like that's going to be most beneficial right in the lead up. Yeah. Of whatever you're
0: doing. Yeah. And I think that's, um, like what I always say to students I work with is it's better to do. A little bit often than a lot sometimes. yeah so because all of this is about getting your muscles more and more used to being at ease
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, having released breathing, releasing your sound, feeling more connected to what you're saying and to who you're saying it to. So I like make your ritual work for you rather than you work for your ritual definitely um, and at the same time like it's also about showing up for it I think there is a, a sense of like, one of those things that you do whether you feel like it or not Mm -hmm. um and then like I think with more practice you can't really live without it
1: Mm -hmm. Mm
0: um so I guess the holding those two things in the balance of like make it work for you yes like make it something that feels good to do so that you don't just not do it but also like do show up
1: yeah and build the showing up part into your general discipline Mm -hmm. and process you know if you're doing something where you know you're not gonna have the ability to get there and then have that space or that time then make sure you've built it into what you do before you walk out the door
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and you know find out if there is somewhere like if you have a really crazy busy day so I mean and I'll say too right I do yoga in my office boardroom Mm -hmm. regularly because some days, like I was saying, I can't do it in the morning, can't do it in the evening, Mm -hmm. (laughs) so it's like, it's lunch hour, you know, Mm -hmm. that's it, Mm -hmm. but I I know, and it would be probably, like, well, I don't think it would be more beneficial in the end, but it would be very easy for me to say, Mm -hmm. like, oh, like, I just don't have time, and I'm just not going to do it, but it's, it feels so much better what I do, mm-hmm. but I know that I can do that. Right. So like if, if that absolutely wasn't an option, I guess I would just try to even save 10 minutes aside for it in the morning. I mean, I guess I could in some way, but you know, look for the opportunities mm. and look for what's available as resources yeah, and make sure you prioritize that when you're considering how you want to set yourself up.
0: Yeah. And then I think one thing worth mentioning also is that, uh, a question that comes up a lot is, okay, well I've done something at home, but then if I've got an audition in town Mm -hmm. or a meeting later in the day, or, you know, how, what do I, how do I keep it or what do I do right before? Yeah. And I think that's another space that's worth having a ritual for yourself Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. that obviously it, you know, depending on the environment and the context, you might not be able to, um, you know, shout at the
1: top of your lungs. Um, it might draw but... some attention.
0: <laughs> but I do think it's, it's worth thinking about, you know, first of all, how you approach the rest of your day is going to be important. That, you know, don't just count on a two-minute ritual to reset you if you've moved through the rest of your day incredibly stressed yeah um so I think bringing some mindfulness into how you approach the rest of your day before that communication event really important. Of course, there are things that happen in our lives that we can't always control. Um, but I think even building rituals throughout your day um, to help you stay more at ease mm-hmm. can be really useful. But I would say like before that event, you know, if you can move your body in some way subtle, even if it's like a spine roll. Or some kind of a stretch to just sort of reconnect and realign the spine and the body. Help you feel connected to your feet. If there's any kind of like breath work that you can do. Even if it's just putting a hand on your belly. And feeling your belly move in and out as
1: you breathe. Um, Feeling your feet in the floor. Yeah. Taking a mindful moment. Really put. I say that one all the time. Because Mm -hmm. it genuinely makes a big difference for me. And I think for a lot of people who aren't used to thinking about this. They say that that is a very clarifying yeah. moment. The feet are huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Anything that can help ground you, just being aware of where you're being supported, uh, allowing yourself to just connect to your breath, and then like taking a moment to either go internal, closing your eyes, and just, you know, feeling that breath move or if it just helps to kind of come external and just sort of look around you and see the environment that you're in and maybe even some things you like about the environment that you're in. I think that's especially useful if you're about to start communicating because it helps give you a sense of the space you're going to be communicating in, which probably means your voice will start to work a little bit better because your body has more of a sense of just where you are and what you're going to need to do energetically to be heard. Um, so anything that kind of helps ground you in the present moment, which can be sort of, you can be stealth about it. Like
1: it doesn't yeah. have to
0: look really obvious that you're doing a ritual, <laughs> you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know, that's the important part. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're big fans of rituals. Definitely. Yeah. And um, you know, have the, have the self-care ones too oh yeah get your we weekly bath in if you can or oh Lindsay loves a weekly bath i do i mean look we're all trying to be better about the environment so i keep it to once a week i really try to like be as efficient as possible
0: girl don't you apologize about that once a week bath i just baths. i love okay. it okay i do
1: love it i really love it yeah so find mm-hmm. those fun ones too yeah
0: yeah. And they don't have to have do have anything to do with communication, but I do think they, they make use,
1: you a better communicator. They do. That's Certainly, just it. Yeah. When you're more at ease, you're a better communicator, and that's mm. the truth. In your personal so. life, those are especially yeah. helpful. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, find those things too. Mm. So great. So we'd love to hear what yours are. Yes, and anything that has inspired you from this discussion to think about incorporating or questions? about any of the points that we made in terms of what might be most useful if you have particular um, you know, quirks that you mm-hmm. want to address through a ritual, anything like that, let us know.
0: Yeah, we'd love to address them. Yeah, so cool.
1: So you can find us, as you know, on iTunes, on Google Podcasts, any number of the uh, podcatchers, our <laughs> new terminology here. Um, and, of course, our website, Bespoke-communication.com or our Gmail, Bespoke.com contact at Gmail.com. Mm-hmm. We're on Facebook at Bespoke Communication.
0: We're on Instagram at Bespoke Speaks and Twitter. We are. Yeah, I haven't checked
1: our Twitter in a while. I'll be honest. Oops. Oops. Christine <laughs> and I don't really love Twitter.
0: It's another conversation. For yeah. A good time. It's but
1: tough because it's real good for the podcasts, but. Oh God! It's we'll get on it. A we'll crazy place. Tell us
0: if you use
1: Twitter. Yeah. And what you like about on Instagram. it? Instagram. Tell what us you use like.
0: Twitter. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> true. Communicate it to us through <laughs> a different medium, and tell us if we should be using it, and how we should use it, and and maybe we'll 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 do that. So yeah, all right, guys. We'll see you next time. Good luck with your rituals.
1: Thanks. Bye. Bye.